Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hola y bienvenidos a otra edición del podcast Mavs Outsiders. Soy su anfitrión Mike Bibbins en Twitter and Bibbs Corner. Acompañado como se siempre por mi anfitrión Reese Williams en Twitter and Mind of Reese. Reese, ¿cómo te sientes hoy? The fuck is you talking about, yo? You know the intro, so what would you mean? What the fuck did you just ask me? I just said the same thing I say every time we open this podcast. How am I feeling? Yes. I'm feeling okay. I'm okay. feeling like my co-fucking host just speaking English when he's asking me a goddamn question. But you know what? You know, shout out to our international listeners. I did that specifically because uh, one of our listeners, one of our new listeners said oh y'all be speaking in, in, in spanish on the pod so i thought no 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 not y'all bibs be speaking in spanish don't give me that credit you know i'm just trying to be uh inclusive right on the podcast fala to our slovenian listeners uh we appreciate all of them and i'll throw us about the languages one day uh, i gotta check the statistics on who's listening but um glad you're feeling well i'm feeling all right feeling better than I was last night. I'd like to apologize to any small children listening for what you had to hear last night. I mean, I don't know any small children listening to our podcast, but if they, if you do <laughs> look, it should have been a parental advisory warning on the beginning of the podcast for sure. The podcast is listed as explicit, so it is what it is. Um, how you feeling about that magic game? How you feeling about the, the, the dub? that was secured this time after the we lost it last time you know initially i was like oh man like yeah we won it was ugly though i I don't know how i felt about it but to be honest being realistic about it sure you look at a team like the magic and you say oh we should blow these dudes out but blowouts don't happen that often we're not that great of a team just to be blowing teams out now would i like the win to be a bit more comfortable yeah, uh, it is the Orlando Magic we're talking about. Let's keep it 100 here. But um, they look, a win is a win. I'm not even going to give them the back-to-back excuse. Like, yeah, they were tired on the back. Fuck out of here. I'm not doing that. It's the beginning of the season. But uh, a win is a win. I'll take it. They closed the game out, which I tweeted. I had zero faith in them doing, so that's a plus. Um, so I'm not feeling great. But I'm not like, uh, I, I wish y'all would have won a better way. I'm just glad that we won, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> again, like you said, I, I, the end result is the main, the most important thing. And the end result was a W. Uh, how we got there is not as important. Uh, the Magic went with a, a new starting lineup for them. Bo Bowles got the start at the four. He uh, finished with 16, 11, and three blocks with seven for 10 from the field himself. But we did clamp up Paolo Banchero. I think this was his first game under 20 points. I, I think so. Uh, Might have maybe had one other one. Somebody said it would, would be going to be the first team to do it, so I guess not. Maybe he did. Yeah, I think, it was, I think 
I know he started slow one night when I had him in uh, DraftKings. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then he picked it up late in the game. Um, but yeah, he finished with 18, three and four, six for 20 from the field, one for six from three, uh, five for eight from the line. We gave him a lot of different looks and it seemed to be effective. He was plus six, though, in his minutes on the court. Uh, so he was he was affecting the game. We were we we were working hard on him. Um, but again, we got the dub. That's all that really matters. I want to check the last person I wanted to check was Franz Wagner. It feels like he had a better game than he did, but no, he played pretty poorly as well. He was three for 12. Um, did he start at point guard this game? He did. Uh, I don't think it's the first time he technically has maybe in the regular season. I know he did in the preseason. No, I asked because the, their last game he started at point guard. Got you. Um, because their point guards are hurt. Fultz, Anthony, uh, Suggs, all injured. And considering how many point guards they have, that's... Right. Like, coming into the season... Still, R.J. Hampton isn't a starting point guard, but he's a pretty good young player, in my opinion. He still had that. a good game. Yeah, he did. He finished with 15-4, and four, uh, two steals. Uh, Wendell Carter also played well, 15-9-4 and four for him. Uh, this is the first time we really t- talked about the other team in one of these recaps. Yeah. I'm very interested in that Magic team. They have a lot of young talent. Um, who's the Harris kid? What's his name? He's a I mentioned kid. it. I think we both mentioned that this Kevin, was keep on. past teams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we both were interested in this team. Kevin or Kevin Harris? Kevin? That's who that is. They kept saying Harris, and I'm like, that's not Gary Harris. So yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh yeah, he he had a pretty good game. Uh he was effective out there. Uh I don't remember Admiral Schofield getting on the court, but I guess he did. I remember seeing him out there. For four minutes. I must have got him and Harris mixed up. But um I did actually at one point because I think they said Harris, they somebody shot a three and they said something about Harris, but it was Admiral Schofield. So I'm like, well, what 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 did Harris do? But <laughs> uh yeah, Harris finished with 12 points himself. So that's the Orlando side of things. It's it's interesting that their two best players didn't really have great games, but they still managed to be in a battle with us, uh, which is the complete opposite of what happened on our side. Luca is, first of all, Luca showed up big time, uh, 44 points, three boards, just five assists and one steal, uh, no turnovers. And I guess you don't turn the ball over as much when you ain't passing it as much. I was about to say, you <laughs> passing the ball much, you ain't turning it over. So, you know. But uh, another one of those games where they let him do his thing and he took it. And that's the thing. Like, if teams are going to play you like that, because he didn't start out. Initially, he was passing it too much. Right. Like, there was one possession. I was on the phone with my dad when the game started. And um, I did miss the whole first quarter. I, I had took yeah. a nap, woke up late as hell. <laughs> I, I assumed you would take a nap, considering how late you got yeah. off the pod last night, and I knew you had to get up early. So I almost told you to take a nap, but I guess <laughs> I guess you didn't need. Hey it, man, don't be telling me what to do. That's why I didn't do it. <laughs> Group chat going to start saying Bibbs reached daddy. Like, come on, man. <laughs> oh snap! But uh, what was I about to say? Damn, no, nah, but Luca. Um, he adjusted and started being more aggressive, looking for a shot. Ended up taking 26 shots. That That's not including free throw situations. So 26 shots that, that didn't end up with him getting fouled for a free throw. Uh, 17 for 26, 2 for 9 from 3. 
Uh, eight for 14 from the line. Thank I God say- for I would say this was his worst free throw shooting performance of the season so far, right? Off the top of my head. Feels like it. Yeah. Feels like it. He's had some average ones, but I don't think this this is probably the first bad one. Um, I personally am of the belief that if you're being played the way that teams seem to be wanting to play him, that he should be incredibly aggressive. Yeah, why not? Like, if they're going to give it to you, take it. Eventually, let's be honest, there aren't too many guys who – who can defend Luca? Because even when you're putting smaller guards on him, he's just bodying those dudes up. Right. It's going to let you play one on one. Nine times out of ten, Luca's going to score, get the foul, and maybe sometimes he'll just miss. But they're not going to. They 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 want you to believe they'll allow that all game, but they're not going to allow that all game. Eventually, they're going to start coming off some of these shooters, and eventually, people are going to start helping. That's when it opens up. That's when you dish it out. We know Luke can do that better than almost anyone in the game. So those things will come eventually. But for now, if they're giving you the one-on-one, you take it. That's what you want. Right. And that that's exactly where I was going. Like, if that's what they're going to give you, take it until they take it away. Then that's when you start peppering it around, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I know some people... A lot of people probably say, oh, you should try to get people involved early, but you can't force it. No. You take the easy, you take whatever the easiest basket they're giving you. If they're giving you Luca one-on-one on a slim dude, then you take that all day. When they start doubling, that's when you start swinging it around. You noticed in the fourth quarter when the game was, well, we the game was still tight, but we started pushing away, put, pulling away a bit. They stopped allowing the whole one-on-one thing with Luca, and the ball started moving more on offense. Right. So when they did it, and what happened? The lead opened up. Now, granted, they started. They had me nervous. They had me fucking nervous. It was like a six-point. It dwindled down to a six-point lead. What I think, like two or three minutes left. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah, they they had me nervous for a second, but uh, like I was saying. Lost my fucking train of thought going off track and shit. Uh, like I was saying, the ball started moving more in the fourth quarter. That's what you want. And it came at the time when we needed it. So for the people complaining that, oh, Luca's taking all the shots. I mean, if the, if he's making them, what other guy on his team do you want taking these fucking shots? Speaking of the other guy on the team taking the shots. <laughs> <laughs> there was one other guy who was taking shots. <laughs> I was about to, I was about to compliment my man, but I'm looking at his numbers now. Oh shit, he really didn't have a great night. <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr. finished with 21 points, uh, three assists, and a steal. He also had a rebound. He was five for 15. Let me tell you something. I don't never look at a when I look at a Tim Hardaway box score. I look at one thing. How much did he score and how much did he shoot? I don't care about the efficiency. I don't care about the percentage. I don't care about the makes compared to the misses. If he if he shot 21 times and he made six of them joints and he somehow came away with 23 points, then Tim Hardaway Jr. had a successful night. I mean, yeah, we talked about how a good Josh Green game does isn't going to be a twenty point game. 
I guess you could kind of say the same thing for Timmy. Like, it's not going to be about the percentages. It's going to be about the total, the total accumulated points. He was actually eight for eight from the free throw line for uh, a portion of his points. He was three for nine from deep. And uh, again, he finished with 21 points. We needed almost every, every one of those points, I would say. Um, he was one of the only people scoring when Luka was out. Wood had a bad game scoring-wise, just five points, 10 boards, though. He was very effective on the boards. Two for six from the field, oh for one. Context why he had a bad game scoring wise, but you know, we'll I guess we'll get into that. Yeah, oh for um <clears throat> what was I about to say? Oh for one. I fucked up with the stats. All right, whatever. Oh for one for three. I don't know if I said that already. Uh one for one from the line. Um the length of the magic seemed to be problematic on the inside for a lot of people. Uh Luca got crafty in there with it a lot of times, but Bobo, I think I mentioned, had three blocks and a couple goal tens. Uh, they, Wendell Carter was very active, very physical. Mo Bamba, I think, had a couple blocks, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, one block. They, they're a long team, and their hands were active. They were poking balls away. They were not letting Wood get comfortable when he was when he had the ball. Um. I personally wasn't mad at him on the offensive end. What, you said you had some thoughts. I'll, I'll let you go. What, what were your thoughts about the Wood game? Talking about uh, offense? Period. Just talk yeah. about Wood. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm just getting frustrated, man. I just – I don't understand – why our second there's nothing being run for our second best player the whole point of christian wood coming off the bench is for him to be scoring in the second unit correct i don't understand like if he's not if he's on the court and luca's not why is the offense not running through him why is why is spencer dinwiddie getting away with fucking iso ball in the second unit with christian wood on the fucking court Obviously, Christian Wood can't do this because he's just starting out with this team and him just setting up in the low post isn't his thing. But a thing Shaq used to do was sit in the goddamn paint, get that offensive three-second call on purpose to send a message like, hey, get me the fucking ball. I'm not expecting Christian Wood to do that because Jason Kidd will put him on the bench immediately because he's always already doing that, which is another topic. But I don't understand why he's getting looked off. Like, and shout out to Christian Wood, respect to Christian Wood, because in the in the third quarter and in the fourth quarter, I like when he's getting the ball. Even though he hasn't been getting the looks he deserves all game, when he is getting the ball, he is not forcing the ball in the hoop to try to get himself going. He's still in the flow of the offense. I remember a play, I think it was in the fourth. I know it was in the second half because don't get me started on the first half. I remember it was the second half. He's bringing the ball up. Obviously, you know, I'm pretty sure he's looking to find a bucket for himself, but hands it off to Luca. realizes it isn't there. He's on the wing, uh, open, calling for the ball, but Luca doesn't see him, but Luca finds Josh Green in the corner for the open three. I just noticed things and respect because a lot of dudes, 
I feel like a Tim Hardaway Jr., if he's not getting the ball and you get his motherfucker the ball to bring up the court or at any moment during the offense, no one else is seeing it. He's getting his shot up. So respect to Christian Wood for still playing within the offense, doing his duties on defense, which I think he played well on defense uh, this game, doing his duties on defense. And it sucks because not sucks, but that's another thing you you see mainly with bigs uh, players in general, but mainly with bigs when bigs are doing their job on the glass or on defense and they're not getting rewarded on offense. You start to see that energy fade away on defense on the other end. That didn't really happen with him this game and respect to him for that. So he's continuing to beat the bad teammate allegations. Uh, I, I just need Jason Kidd to realize this is the second best player on this team the second-best offensive player on this team. And if we're going to be successful and if we want to get out of situations where we need Luka to score or, oh, they're only playing Luka one-on-one and they're staying on everybody else, I believe Christian Wood can create some offense on his own. Allow Christian Wood to create some offense on his own. Let the hound loose. I don't know where that phrase came from, but it felt right. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it ride. Uh, he only played 23 minutes tonight. 23 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, let's see, one, two, including Luca. One, two, three, four, six guys played more minutes than him, including Maxi Kleba and Tim Hardaway Jr. Maxi clank away Kleba. Jeez. Let's see. How did he perform on the shooting? One for three, zero oh for two from three. Um, Maxie's mostly a defender, I would say nowadays. If he scores, it's su- surprising sometimes. I keep saying we the Mavericks don't have shooters. We have guys who can shoot. Yeah, like I can't think of. Do we? Ha- I think Bullock is the only one we have designed plays to get him open look. And he's not even a shooter, in my opinion. He's supposed to be, but that's a whole nother story. Exactly. <laughs> now, he did start hot, which I was I was surprised. Shout out to y'all for the restraint. I guess if you listen to this podcast, you were not one of them people that would do this. <laughs> but shout out to the, to the haters for the restraint, because I was waiting for somebody to be in my mentions after Bullock hit the two shots early in the game to be like, you sure you want him to have least minutes? He ain't hit another shot the rest of the game. So good job on y'all not setting yourselves up that way. Um, but yeah, six points for him, two for five again. I feel like he has the same exact stat line pretty much every game. Yeah. Lately. I still want to see Josh start over him. So again, Reggie Bullock played 28 minutes, 51 seconds, six points, two for five, had a steal. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Three fouls. And I, again, his two threes, I believe, were in the first quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I wouldn't know. <laughs> did you see him make a shot? I don't think so. I was going to say, unless he hit one in the second quarter, but they were all early. That's all what I knew. So Josh Green tonight played 17 minutes. Uh, we're getting up a little bit. Oh, uh, actually, no, nah, that's, that's, that's around average. I think he hit 17 one point during this he season. He might have hit 17 before. We need to up different. that. About three more minutes. It's 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 not it's not going up enough for me so far. But 
17 minutes. He had six points to two boards and a steal. Uh, I think there were a couple times he got the ball and did some goofy shit. That's okay. My opinion. He's supposed to do some goofy shit every now and then. He's still he he he's still about Yeah. There was one play, I think it was in the second quarter. Actually, go ahead. I was gonna say, I think there was one play. There was a couple times where he was giving the ball and just he could have taken it up the court but didn't and gave it to somebody else, or he got the ball. I want to say in a fast break, he got it and immediately tried to pass it and handed it directly to a magic player. I can't remember what the situation was. I want to say it was not necessarily a fast break, but just like they brought it across half court, gave it to him, and he immediately passed it when he didn't have to. Whatever. He had a couple. Let me check his turnover. I think those are the only two I remember. He had a play. I only, was... He was only credited for one turnover. Uh, so, yeah, that was it. Where he, hand, he pretty much handed it to the Magic, and then they got a bucket out of it. He had a play specifically I was thinking about. Um, it was in the half court. It wasn't on a fast break or anything. Okay. The ball was moving. He got it. He drove to the basket, and I'm thinking, all right, he's going to go for the layup. And he did. He went up and tried to pass out of, like, mid-fucking-air to the white pile. And I, saw, the ball, I remember that one. The ball ended up out of bounds, and I'm like, just drive. Like, if you miss the layup, cool, but nine times out of ten, you're probably going to get a foul in that situation. That's And that's something I would hope the coaches push without mm-hmm. acting like it's the end of the world. Right. Um, Josh, you're getting to the – and when he does drive aggressively, he's been getting foul calls. So, you know, Josh, when you're driving to that, that baseline like that, I need you to look to score first. If the dish is there and it's easy and obvious, then you can drop it off. But don't look to pass. I need you to look to score. If you're looking to score, you're probably going to that's when you get those minutes, most likely. But if you're not looking to score, they're going to have they're going to put somebody out there. That it is. Allegedly. Um, look at the score. So. Again, he finished with six points. I think he hit a three, and he had a um, he had a free throw, and I want to say a layup of some sort. Let's see, one for two from three, two for three from the field. I think I saw a stat that said um, he's already hit five threes on the season, and last season it took him forty games to get to that point. Right, uh, I think Callie posted that Callie Kaplan. So i think she said he's five for nine from the season so far small sample size but encouraging considering he didn't make his fifth three until the 40th game last year so again the petition has not changed josh green needs to be at 20 minutes or more even if he's not starting like i don't care if he's starting minimum 20 like take some of these minutes away from for Maxi, man, I'm 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 keeping it hundred. No, uh, actually, no. Nah. I was gonna say, Take I think Maxi, don't because that don't make sense. Take him away from Reggie. I'm tired. Of, how many minutes he played tonight? Twenty, almost twenty nine. Scored oh, the same. Uh, scored the same amount of points as Josh. What are we losing? Not defense. That's we, that we're not losing that. There was a possession in this game where the Magic came up the court and. Wood was on, I want to say Hampton, and Josh was lined up against Mo Bamba, I think. And Wood was about to try to switch with him, like, hey, let me get on Mo Bamba, I'll get on Hampton. But Josh anticipated that the ball was about to go to Hampton 
and Mo Bamba was going to set a screen for him. And Josh was like, we'll just switch on the screen. Like, you stay there. I'm going to stay here. We'll switch when they do the screen in a minute. And Hampton didn't have the ball yet. Like, I think Franz was bringing it up the court. But Josh anticipated what play they were about to run and said, instead of us trying to switch right now, let's wait till they do this, run this play real quick, and then we'll just already be in position. And literally, Franz gave the ball to Hampton. Mo Bamba set the screen, and they just switched and got to their respective appropriate people. Um, Josh is getting respect from defenders. I Every time somebody ended up with Josh on them, they didn't even – they barely tried to get around them. They maybe took a dribble or two and then was looking for the next man. Like, nobody was trying to drive on him. You mean he's getting respect as a defender? I'm, yeah, you're right. On defense, he was getting respect from the, the opponent. Um, whenever somebody had Josh on him, they, they did not try him. That that did not occur. Uh, I love his activity off ball, uh, his anticipation. A couple plays, again, he always forces those turnovers just by rotating, anticipating the next rotation and being there early. Uh, always forces turnovers. Every single game he's in, he's on the ground in a loose ball situation. I think he had two jump balls tonight. Um, I, remember one speci- I remember one specifically. And you know what? I'm going to say this right now. I was watching two games. So actually, I remember one of one of the ones I, I think I saw was uh, in the <laughs> Timberwolves game. It was Anthony... Uh, Anthony Edwards knee somebody in the head and they called it a jump ball. I don't, I don't know what they was looking at. What the fuck? He went full Minnesota police on somebody. <laughs> and they called it a jump ball. It's like <laughs> my dad was tripping. He was like, he had a knee on his stomach and a knee on his neck. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, like he's always gonna muck things up on defense. We know that. Uh I, I the shot goes up. He's t- he took two threes again. And He's putting it on the floor a little bit. The more he plays, the more comfortable he's going to get doing those things. Uh, I can't remember who pointed it out in the 77 spaces, but Reggie Bullock, Dorian Finney-Smith, those guys are 30-ish. They're not getting better. They are what they are. We don't need to, to play them a ton of minutes to see if they can become something. Josh Green is an X factor that can get better, that can make this team better if he gets more confident, if he's getting more shots up. He needs to play more minutes. Those guys are not outplaying him in the minutes that they're playing. There's no excuse for those minutes discrepancy. Jason Kidd up Josh Green's minutes so he can get better, so we can get better. Hey, man, if you can make the decision to be like, you know what, let's cut JaVale McGee's minutes to eight this game, and let's give the White Powell 11. You can give Josh Green 20 minutes. Because I'm pretty – ask anybody. He's earned 20 minutes at least. You already showed you don't mind cutting 10 fucking minutes off of Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith. Give them to the other wing. Tim played about 27 minutes this game. I think a lot of the minutes went to him, and obviously he got him because he was on fire, so that makes sense. But I need these Josh Green minutes up. And no, we're not trying to start a goddamn agenda. Maybe. But the proof is in the goddamn pudding. That's all I'm saying. And that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> again, we're not necessarily calling for Josh's start. We're just asking for a few more minutes here and there. Three, three to five more minutes. That's it. Could make the world of difference. Could make a ton of difference in, in many ways. Um, 
at, you mentioned Tim Hardaway Jr. got some of those minutes tonight. I just think kid needs to be less rigid. Tim Hardaway Jr. got more minutes because he had the hot hand. That's the way it should go. Exactly. And I think he was in the closing lineup because he was the hot hand. He didn't hit during that closing period. Crazy concept. Say what? Crazy concept. Yeah, but that, that's the way it should be. If they're hot, leave them in. If they're not, take them out. And don't just use that on your vets. That should extend to Josh Green, too. It also should extend to Christian Wood, but I digress. I was going to say and Christian Wood as well. And now he has been cold. He was cold tonight. So he shouldn't have been in that group. That's I'm fine with that. But leave the hot hands in. I'm going to give I'm going to halfway give kid credit for that tonight. <laughs> but we'll see if it if it carries over. Our next game is against the Utah Jazz. We know how they do lately. Yeah, they've been hooping. We're going to see. I think they have some injuries. We're going to see who they bring in. They got a few days to get healthy. We know Laurie Markin is going to be there. Didn't they? Did they play today? They played either today or yesterday. They played, I think they played today because I saw Jazz fans tweeting excitedly. Let's see. They, played, they beat the Grizzlies yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, no game today. So it was yesterday. Oh, the Lakers up on the Nuggets. I see y'all. What's up? Go Lakies. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who did the Jazz play? They play the Grizzlies tomorrow. I'm trying to see if they got a back-to-back situation. Nothing on Tuesday. We know they play us Wednesday. And nothing on Thursday. So they will be rested. Uh, Walker Kessler might be back for that game. Uh, he's been out the past couple Vanderbilt's been getting a lot of minutes at the five. That could be a huge difference for us as far as what we're facing and what what our weaknesses are. Um, I'm trying to think who else is on that roster that uh, has been out lately. Let's look at it. So, oh, Simone Fontecchio and Rudy Gay got COVID. Wow. So we'll see. Like Fontecchio started getting minutes. And then got COVID. So if he's back and in the rotation, Uh, Rudy Gay also, again, was getting some good minutes. We'll see if he's back. Mike Conley was out yesterday. I don't know if it was an injury or if he was also sick. I think somebody was sick with an undisclosed illness. I can't remember if it was him or I think that was Walker Kessler. Kessler was sick, but not COVID. But the other two had COVID. Um, and then I don't know why Conley was out, but again, there's they still beat the Grizzlies with those four guys out. Those are four guys that were in a rotation that were out and they got the dub. <laughs> like Lori Markin and Kelly Olenek, Jared Vanderbilt, Clarkson, Sexton, Beasley, Horton Tucker, Akbaji, Nikhil Alexander Walker. That's the guys they went with, and they beat the Grizzlies. So that's a that's a <clears throat> go ahead. Think- I'm just saying it's I was clearing my throat, but like the teams that's supposed to be tanking. The Jazz and the Spurs is just hooping right now. I'm gonna look at the standards overall. We're about to transition in a second. No cut, no can no uh never mind, I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> Fucked it up. <laughs> don't don't even don't even I know what you was about to say. I heard it. I heard it. I heard the first syllable. Don't even do it. <laughs> 
We good. We good. Um, I'm about to look at the standards real quick. This is hilarious to me as we transition to <clears throat> our, our weekly thing. You know what? Let's, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll look at the standards. Unless you had anything else to add about the Magic game. No, no. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bet if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100%. The DraftKings stepped up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today with payouts bigger than ever. DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Whether you want to bet on games today, games tomorrow, or you can bet on awards for the end of the season, you think Luka is going to win MVP? Oh, it's looking nice for that right now. He's the leader. Looking for a guy to win sixth man of the year. Maybe a Christian Wood. You know, obviously this is biased. This is a Mavs podcast, but you can put money on anybody. Rookie of the year, Apollo Banquero. A lot of people think he's going to run away with it. A lot of this is easy money. Money you can win. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, welcome back. And uh, we're going to transition now away from the recap into our, our regular... Say what, motherfucker? <laughs> I'm still thinking about you about to make that fucking transition joke, man. Go ahead. I can't believe you. Uh, why you want to bring shit up? <laughs> I might have cut that out of the show. Oh, shit. <laughs> is laughing on the pod, is that good content or bad content? I don't know. It's good content. It's All good right. content. So let's see. Uh we're going to look at the East. We're going to look at these standings in the, in the NBA right now through two okay. weeks. Uh, the Bucks, the lone undefeated team in the NBA. MVP. Giannis is not playing around. MVP. Chris, Chris Middleton is not even playing. Yeah, which is crazy. He's out there playing with um, – he's starting with Grayson Allen and Javon Carter. Yeah. No disrespect to Javon Carter. I fuck with Javon Carter off the strength of – him being um, Pierre's cousin, but Pee Wee the plug. He's dropping, he's dropping shit like that, like casual. I just like because even outside, like I, don't, I didn't care about Javon before that, but I was like, that's your fam. I fuck with you, cool. No, that's I like him because I like lockdown defenders. So I was about to say when I actually started watching him, I'm like, damn, he he really be like. I really started watching him when he was on Phoenix. Gotcha. And I was like, um, okay, he really like I would love him in Dallas. Right. He's the he's a ball headed Patrick Beverly type, if you will. Um, but it was funny because he was bald in college, and they used to make jokes about how he looked older than he was because of it. 
Well, let, let that man live, man. Anyway. Boy, he came out the womb ball. Crazy. <laughs> but uh, Giannis and, and Javon Carter are now 5-0, leading the East. I don't think that's too surprising necessarily. Uh, then Cleveland. Lost Darius Garland. I think game one, like first quarter. Eyelids split. I know your pain, brother. It's not a fun injury at all. He may come back soon, I think, I saw. But in his stead, Donna Hill Mitchell. <laughs> has been holding it down. And that's, that's putting it lightly. You good? <laughs> not see that coming. I did not see that coming. And it's so funny. Y'all probably wondering, like, what the fuck is wrong with Reese? Is he high? Why he laughing so hard? It's because I'm watching this man's face. And after he delivered the line, I could tell he been he been saving that shit. Like he been waiting to say that shit for so long. Because the look in his eyes, like, I'm about to get him with this. <laughs> it literally came to me two seconds before it came out. Donna him Mitchell. That's good. That's good. I thought my I thought the one I tweeted earlier was good. Dorian Hemi Smith. But yo, that Donna him Mitchell, that shit is good. I like the Hemi Smith because it sounds like he got a Hemi in the engine. You feel me? I don't know what the fuck that means, but the white. Oh, yo, what are you talking about? You're talking about all the truck commercials and shit. Oh my god, got a Hemi in the. I don't know what the fuck that means. It sounds like it pull heavy shit. It's, it's what it. I knew my tweet was official when Reddit Mavericks replied and said, "Fuck yeah." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, shout out, shout out to Reddit Mavericks. Yeah, they they said I'm supposed to come on the pod soon, but they ain't they ain't follow up on it. So we'll see what happens. Um, have they even been recording the pod? I ain't been seeing it. I haven't been seeing it. All right, I haven't been seeing it either. I know he got the baby, so I, I I don't like putting pressure on people. And Don is out there performing with Ludacris, Barnelli, and shit. So uh, <clears throat> I'm a I'm a lead at. I'm not bothering him. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, he he he. Him and uh, his band opened for Nelly at some some show recently. That's what's up. That's dope. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> the Cleveland Cavaliers with all of that said are five and one in the number two spot. Can't say that's super surprising necessarily. We knew they would be good, but I think mm-hmm. with Garland going out, we expected a little bit of stumbling, but Donovan Mitchell said, I got us and put the team on his back, though. So <clears throat> he's balling. Jazz fans, I saw, were a little perturbed, saying y'all talking about Donovan was giving it his all last year. Look at this shit. But, um, it, it, you know, he got out of there. He's happy. Everybody's – this is the first blow-up I've seen like this where everybody's eating. Yeah. Uh. The only other example I gave was uh, the Mellow trade where the Nuggets got what they needed out of it and the Knicks, the Knicks kind of got what they needed. It didn't turn into a ring or nothing like that. But Oh, when you said everybody's eating, you meant Utah and Cleveland. And Minnesota, I meant everybody, Minnesota too. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, Rudy individually. Rather, <laughs> all I'm saying is, got some shit to figure out. All I'm saying is, I ain't Rudy go bad. Supposed to like once Rudy's on your team, you a top ten, top five defense automatically. They defense don't look like that great. It takes a it takes a little bit of time. That's why I said I ain't judging nothing they doing. Shit. 
I ain't judging nothing they do until December. Anyway, so the Cleveland's five and one, Boston four and two. Nobody's really surprised by that, I don't think. Uh, the Hawks also four and two. I don't think that's super surprising either. I would be. I'm, I'm really. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on their schedule, but I wasn't high on them. I don't remember what the preseason what we had. I think I think I had them like four or five. I had them lower than that. You gonna sure. make me pull up the shit? I had them lower than that for sure. I think I still have my standings. I had. Uh, them, I think I might have written them, written them out. Let's I see. had them eighth. Eastern. Oh shit! I had them eighth too. We yeah. both had them eighth. Okay, fuck it. They four and two. I don't. I, I. I don't think they. They played a lot of weak teams. I will say that they did play a lot of weak teams. So we'll see if it holds up. But uh, regardless, four and two. And then you have the Knicks, three and three. In the number five spot, the Hornets, three and three. Now that one is probably the first one that's surprising, not just because it's the Hornets, but because LaMelo has yet to play. Shout out DSJ. And Dennis Smith is holding it down in his stead. Terry Rozier has missed a couple games. Uh, Gordon Hayward's been hooping. And even like, I don't want to mention this dude, but you got to talk about the fact they don't even have Miles Bridges and they didn't replace him. Yeah. So <clears throat> somebody said that I guess hiring Clifford back was the right de- decision. Uh, he's getting the most out of them. Three and three as well as Toronto. Uh, that's fine. I think Washington's three and three. I think I w- was higher on them than, than most. I don't remember if you remember where you had them. I think that's a decent – I had them out of the playoffs, or I think in the play-in, but – no, I had them out of the playoffs, I believe. Yeah, I had them 11, but that's not a bad start for them. Yeah, I had them in the in the play-in. I had them uh, ahead of the Knicks. So, 3-3, three and three, that's whatever. Uh, Philly, 3-4. and four. I think we can both agree <laughs> that's one of the, the disappointments to start the season. That was my one seed. Where did I have them? Damn. One seed that I have, I had them three. I had the Bucks in the Heat, but we had, and you notice we haven't said the Heat yet. Nope. Uh, and I, you had them low, right? Yep. So Philly three and four, they got to figure some stuff out. Chicago three and four, I don't think anybody's surprised by that given their situation. Um, <clears throat> I think Levine has missed a couple games as well, so that doesn't help. Indiana three and four, whatever. Miami is two and five. I had them at seven. You did, and we questioned it. So Miami two and five. It's still early. It is. And who did I watch them lose to last night? Was it the Jazz? Uh, I'm not sure. Damn it. I got to check that. I can't keep doing this shit to myself. I'll look it up. Oh, it was the Kings. The Kings got their first win against them. Oh, wow. Last night I watched that game. Um, they got some stuff to figure out. It, it's fun when the good teams are at the bottom and they got to work their way up. Yeah, I personally enjoy it. Uh, do we need to go over? Oh, the Nets. I'll mention them. Detroit two and five, whatever. Brooklyn one and five. I wasn't expecting that. I think we were both pretty like last year. You were lower on the Nets. I think this year I had them like middle. I had them five. I think you had them around the same area, right? Yeah, I think I had them like six or so. Let's find out. Yeah, I had them six. Yeah, I wasn't expecting a one and five start, but I also wasn't expecting Ben Simmons to play like a hope. 
I don't I, I expected Ben Simmons to come out like you know they had an offseason together and it felt like it should make sense Ben Simmons Kyrie KD should be able to make some shit happen but it's not coming together uh between between Ben Simmons being weird and and, and the distractions I, I I can't imagine that locker room the vibes being great um I will say Seth Curry's been hurt um and Joe Harris has also been hurt if I'm not mistaken so they're back yeah. now though they're both back well I know Seth is back I don't know if Joe okay is. I want to say Joe Harris might have been just like in and out I don't know if he's been out completely but Seth has definitely been out completely we'll see if adding a little bit more scoring helps them but I picked them up in our fantasy league Seth yeah clean. I think I had him in my IR for a little while and I got tired of waiting yeah, you dropped them and I claimed them off of. <clears throat> gotcha. Whatever. Hope he hope he misses all his shots. Wow. Oh wait, no, I need you to win or me. Either one. Either one of us winning saves us money. So yeah, hopefully he, perform- he performs for it. So that's the East. Let's move to the West. This is uh again, this is another situation where you got a mix of teams that are not supposed to be here and the teams that 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 have have performed the way they're supposed to. So first you got the Portland Trailblazers in first place at 5 and 1. And I honestly can't say it's 100% a fluke. I wouldn't say it's it's a fluke. I I think a lot of people slept on this team. A lot of people underestimated the impact of Damian Lillard. He was gone for, you know, a season, so I get it when a guy's gone, people tend to forget, but you got to think about the way they used to place when it was CJ and Dame and, and Nurkic and those boys, like they used, they were like three seeds at one point and on paper, that's not a three seed team, but yeah, Lillard is one of those guys that's going to elevate a team. And I think they have more depth now than they did back with those teams. So, I mean, I had them lower this season and when I had them lower, it was mainly, because I knew the West was going to be tough. Not right. that these guys were going to be bad, but if they end up finishing top five, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, at this point, I, and I thought I was being generous giving them eight when I put them eight, but they're, I can legitimately say they're better than I expected. Yeah. Um, can't say I, I could have anticipated Sharp being effective immediately as a rookie. He mm-hmm. didn't play college. He was sat out an entire year and came, showed up ready to ball, apparently. Uh, they're getting contributions from Nazir Little that I don't think I could have anticipated. Uh, Stanley Johnson or Justice Winslow uh, offering things I couldn't have expected. I knew Josh Hart was going to ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Grant hasn't really gotten going yet. He has his little moments here and there, but you can still see they're figuring out the chemistry there. Anthony Simons had one big game so far. But like you said, they just have so many different guys, and they're so athletic. Yeah. They get out and run. They they lock up now. Nurk's being able to just be Nurk. Um, they're getting real minutes out of – what's the crazy guy from that used to be in San Antonio? White Zach guy. Collins. Zach Collins is in San Antonio now. Drew Drew Eubanks. Drew Eubanks. They're getting real contributions from Drew, Drew yeah. Eubanks. <clears throat> um, That's a lot. 
that's a fun team to watch. Yeah. I don't and know I if you even saw have them on my league pass list, but I may have to add them to it. You know, they that was this was the first year I took them off my league pass list. Like I was still going to check on Dame, I thought from time to time, but now they're legitimately on my league pass list. Like Shaden Sharp the other night did some crazy stuff. He had a, a crazy dunk where I think he jumped over his own teammate and the defender, and then got a steal. Like literally, while they were still reacting to the first dunk. The other team came down, rushed it, got a steal, got it to the other dude. The ball was kind of going out of bounds. I can't remember who threw the pass because I feel like he needed more credit for the pass. But the ball was about to go out of bounds on the left side, like by the basket. <clears throat> Underneath, like the baseline out of bounds to the left. He was going to save it, and he was just trying to find somebody to throw it to. Like he jumped, turned around, was looking for somebody to throw it to. Shaden Sharp was running down the middle, like free throw line area. He contorted his body at the last second to throw an alley-oop. Now, the defender is under the basket where Shaden Sharp is running to. So the idea to even throw it up is crazy. The fact that Shaden Sharp got it. You just called him what? Shaden Sharp. I could have sworn you said Shaden Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the reach down, the hold up now. Shaden Sharp, he looked like Shannon Sharp going up for the catch. Have you seen the picture of Shannon Sharp photoshopped on Black Adam on Instagram with the name Yak Adam? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Uh, but Shaden Sharp, no relation, caught that thing, two hands that came from the ceiling and swung on the rim. It was like that was a back to back, like within 15 seconds, like. Dame was pointing at the Jumbotron for the replay of the first dunk, and he was doing another one that was even better. It was ridiculous. He's going to be fun in the dunk contest. Um, If he gets in it, these boys be pussy. His hand be at the top of the backboard. It's crazy. Um, he's he's jumping higher than humans are supposed to be jumping. But it's not just him. These All these boys are dunking, and, and Portland is having fun, and I'm happy for them. And they winning. So. Uh, I think Dame missed, has missed a couple games, and they haven't missed a beat. So far, Sharp got the start the other night, performed. So uh, Portland's they're not a, being one might maybe is a little crazy, but like you said, if they avoid the play in, it wouldn't be surprising at this point. Phoenix, four and one. Uh, as much as we wanted to piss on their graves, they seem to have gotten it together. Uh, yeah, I expected a drop off from them. I think I had them seventh. No, I had them six. <laughs> I think I had them seventh. I had them seventh and the Blazers eighth, and they're one and two. So, uh, <laughs> Aiton, I think his first couple of checks hit, and he realized he had no reason to be mad. He was like, "Dad, these these direct deposits kind of different. You know, <laughs> what, what am I crying about? It no matter that it took somebody else offering me a bag to get the bag. I'm on a championship caliber team, so uh, they're doing well. San Antonio, five and two, not a fluke." They've beaten legitimately good teams. Those the young guys have gotten better. Coaching is pop is the goat. I don't care what anybody says to me. Jakob is the goat. And Jakob Pertl was the light skin go bear as far as defense goes. He don't the get the what? credit. He's the light skin go bear. Don't ever say that shit again. Don't ever say that shit again. Vanilla go bear. Okay, that's better. <clears throat> Holding it down. Yeah, Yaka Perto was my guy. <clears throat> Yaka Perto is one of those guys that's officially on my if the Mavs could get him list. I would love Yaka <clears throat> Perto. 
But then Jakob Pertl's going to come to the Mavs and people going to be like, oh, we can't play switch defense with him. So then they're going to say he's bad. But let me get close to the mic. We'll get my Reese on. Make a bunch of noise in the mic. I have never gave a fuck about those people. And I'm not about to start. <laughs> Back to the podcast. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Yaga Pertle's been holding it down. Uh, Ke- Keldon Johnson's taking a step. Uh, Jones is taking a step as a point guard. Uh, we always knew he was a good point guard, but he's he's understanding his game. He's letting it come to him, not forcing anything. And again, that's that's a young, talented Devin team. Vassell. Don't forget Devin Vassell. I think he was hurt. That's why he wasn't on my mind. But he was Vassell, he had one game where he had like 30, I think. Yeah, Vassell's taking a step. Uh, <clears throat> They just have a lot of a lot of young bodies that don't know that they're supposed to be a bad team at this point. That brings us to our next one. We talked about these guys already, but the Utah Jazz also five and two, not a fluke. Those king guys, of the North, man. The king of the he he said it like it's funny. Like it's funny when people say it, but to hear the actual player say it that he realized I could be. I'm really him. Like he literally said, I realized I'm really him. Like that was the that was the quote. Uh, and y'all ain't want this dude on the maps because he too much like Porzingis. I ain't never heard Porzingis talk like that. <laughs> Goofy, you know what? I'm not gonna talk about these people right now. <laughs> uh, dog, every time I'm watching the jazz, he has at least two or three dunks a game where you hear him, hey, y'all in the mic. Like it's like, yo, market it, shut up, dog. Like, you're not supposed to be talking like this. Like <laughs> And I forget they still got Mike Conley and Jordan Clarkson on that team. Like, they still got vets. Conley, Clarkson still doing their thing. Conley proving it. You know, whatever happened last year was not – he's not – he hasn't fallen off a cliff yet. He can still contribute to winning basketball. Jordan Clarkson having fun doing whatever I mean, he wants. He gets to really be point guard. Exactly. That's That was the real issue, I believe, is not having full control. Um. Kelly Olenek's been playing consistently. Surprised, I'm surprised by that. I think that's probably caught some people off guard. Kessler Walker or Walker Kessler. I always forget which one is the first and which one is the last name with that dude. But uh, Walker Kessler has been, uh, uh, he's another one of those, we'll say clog up the paint, if you will, defenders that makes it difficult to score easy baskets on when he's on the court, which is great to have off the bench for a team like that. Uh, they have all the shooters in the starting lineup, and then they bring Walker to to make sure that the subs aren't scoring buckets on you when those guys come out. It's uh, it's been effective for them. Denver four and two, whatever. It feels like they've been off to a slow start, but four and two is fine. Yeah, four and six fine. New Orleans is four and two despite having. I mean, we we don't have to rehash that. Uh, Zion's back in the lineup. I think Ingram's still out right now. Uh, Memphis is four and two. I would say that they got off to a better start than I anticipated. Yeah, I expected a slow start with the loss of Jaron Jackson Jr., but they've come out and picked up right where they left off last season. Yeah, John Morant was off to an MVP MVP type pace, and uh, he's 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 holding them afloat right now. Go ahead, what's that? I said, go ahead, Demetrius. <laughs> Minnesota fell to four and three tonight, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. I said, yes, they did. They, uh, they've been up and down. Mm -hmm. 
They've had some good games. They've had some terrible games. Tonight was kind of a little bit of both. The Spurs beat their ass by like 30. It was a little bit of both. They started out hot, and then, but the Spurs were consistent with what they were doing the whole game, and they went out in the end. Uh, I want to say they were up by like 16 at one point. The Wolves cut it to like three in the fourth quarter and then couldn't make another shot. Ant was doing too much in a couple of them plays, but it is what it is. Excuse me. That okay. Shit. <laughs> but I was like, what? <laughs> this is why, like, obviously they still have a chance to turn the season around, but a lot of people had them as like a top three seed. And I'm like, slow down. Like, let's not. <clears throat> I know y'all thinking, oh, they got Rudy. The Jazz were able to do that because, for one, the Jazz had chemistry. Like, the right. Jazz were together for a while. Like, this is this is new. It's completely new for all of them. Like, I'm going to keep it 100. They ain't a Donovan Mitchell on this team. Ant was already complaining about spacing in the first couple of games <laughs> and makes me question if he realized what was happening on the court. But because he was getting wide open lanes off of what Rudy Gobert was doing for him. I don't know if he didn't just didn't realize that. Maybe he still thought Rudy Gobert was the ops. He's not realizing he's clearing space for him, but whatever. Or when he used to, what he used to, what he said about Rudy Gobert at time, he said, he don't put no fear in my heart. That's what he said, but apparently putting fear in his heart now, he on his team. So I don't don't know what's going on there. He'll figure it out though. Like I said, I'm not judging anything they do till December, but in the meantime, like you said, the losses that they're going to get that they maybe shouldn't get are going to be because of chemistry issues and trying to figure things out. So, We'll and see. Carl Anthony Towns played a four defensively. That's just it's been it's been a journey. I'll say that so far for them. OKC three and three, they're overperforming. Dallas three and three. Can you say we're over or underperforming? I can't say we're underperforming. To be honest, I was going to say we're overperforming. <laughs> I wasn't going to say we overperformed. Based on how we've looked, but I, I didn't want to say that either because I think we're where we're supposed to be. <laughs> I think that, yeah. So three and three right now. The Warriors, three and four. Defense ain't looking great. Somebody said it looks like Clay and Draymond have taken a step back. It's almost like Father Tom. Father Tom still, still, still out there whooping ass. Zero losses. What what uh what the, the ball ball said never lost never lost and <clears throat> doesn't seem like the young guys have taken a step forward that they were supposed to take either. Nah, not yet. Not the way that maybe some anticipated, including myself. I mean, it's only their second year, so I wasn't really anticipating a big step. <clears throat> Clippers two or four. I don't know what's going on with Kawhi Leonard. It feels really weird over there all of a sudden. Yeah. We had very high hopes for that team. They got a lot to figure out. <laughs> Sacramento is one in four. I wish I'll be glad when people stop putting their faith in these motherfuckers, man. You talking about the Clippers? No, the Kings. <laughs> we we want them to get to a postseason, man. It was so sad watching that game the other night. The heat game, those seats were so empty. I had them boys at 11, and they still underperforming. <laughs> I had them at 10. 
I had them ahead of the Lakers, and I was right about that part, but they just a little further down. They just a little further down. Um, It was pointed out on the broadcast that uh, when Sabonis comes out, offense just looks goofy. Oh, Lakers got that first win tonight. They got it done? They got it done. Them Nuggets, man. Whatever. Um, Houston one and five. I guess the Lakers are also one and five now. Look at Russ off the bench with 18, eight and eight. Six for 12 from the field. Two for four from three. Feels like I should take a victory lap, but I'm not. I'm just saying, man. 18, eight and eight is sexy. And six for 12 from the field. Very efficient game. <laughs> Let's see. Walker had 18. That was an X factor. What else we got? Reeves with 10. See, and then what? Westbrook probably played a lot of men's with Reeves. It's not. Basketball don't have to be complicated. You it can doesn't. make it complicated, but it don't have to be. Anyway, so uh, I spent way, we spent way more time on. It. I didn't really have a lot to talk about as far as this week goes. So yeah, it ain't much. We damn near covered everything through the, the week. <laughs> um, yeah, but the recaps <laughs> give me less to to, to talk about as far Which as I like. That's fine with me. Um, Rockets one five. I don't think either one of us is surprised or care about that. Who gives a and, fuck? The Lakers one and five. Uh, like I said, I think we both didn't think they were going to be great. So I had them yeah, I had them eleven. So good luck to those men. Uh, I need them to get some wins. I don't. I, w- I don't want the Pelicans to have the best odds to get Wembenyama. But um, any other any other thoughts before we move to these these closing segments? No, nah, I'm ready. I'm ready to. The yeah. clock has struck midnight. Yeah. Cinderella is ready to to go home from the ball before she turned into a pumpkin or what? I don't know how that fucking movie went. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh, shit. Let me uh, let me pull some stuff up real quick. Let me pull some stuff up real quick. I'm about to play something for y'all. I'm just kidding. I'm not playing nothing. Let me, let me stop messing with you. Um, trying to make sure I don't miss nothing. Oh, one last thing before we get out of here. Or get to these closing segments. Earlier in the week, I, I had planned to have a closing segment closing conversation about Goran Dragic but I, that feels unnecessary at this point but he did have a um Start a tweet he did have a quote about or there was like an article about him and all kinds of stuff about how he's been running the second unit um and he had a quote saying when I signed here coach told me he needs me to be vocal and they had the picture of him coaching somebody up on the sidelines glad we don't need that in Dallas and with that said let's move to the happy segments. Instead, we got Faku fucking Compazzo. All right, man. <clears throat> Should you sign JJ Barea? I'm, I'm saying. Uh, Should have signed me. 
I can use a 10-day contract. No, I was kidding. You a veteran? All right. <laughs> My knee probably will hold up for two minutes, but <laughs> <laughs> keep it going. Reese, you gotta hit us, man. What's who who is the unsung hero of the week? I'm I'm what was our record this week? I don't even fucking remember. Two and two. Okay. Who's the unsung hero of the week? I'm, 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 I have no idea where this is going. So I didn't have an idea where it was going at first. You know, uh, it wasn't until this game ended where I was like, okay, I got to make a choice between two people. Okay. And it was tough because my mind wanted to go one place. My heart wanted to go one, another place. All right. And I felt like both of these guys deserved it. But in the end, I had to go with my heart. Mm. And my heart told me that the Mavs Outsiders Unsung Hero of the Week Award this week goes to Josh Green. Box score stats may not pop out. But if you watch the games this week, you understand the impact that he has. It's not just us saying, hey, give Josh Green more minutes. It's people on Twitter saying, hey, Josh Green should start. It's people on Twitter saying, hey, Josh Green should get 20 minutes. They aren't just saying this because they like the sugar glider. They're saying it because this guy has been producing this week and he's been contributing in a big way, whether it be on defense, hustle, energy, or his improved three-point shooting. Now, I wasn't going to mention the guy he was in competition with, but I'm going to mention him just because I want to give him a shout out. <clears throat> Other guy I was thinking of was Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, first week started off kind of slow. We was like, all right, you know, Tim is going to be Tim. We know Tim's going to take the shots, but we don't have a problem with Tim taking the shots when Tim is hitting the shots. And that's not going to happen all the time. But this week, for the most part, it was. But in the end, I felt like Josh Green had more of an impact. This game almost took Tim over the top for me just because he was a flamethrower. But in the end, I did give the Mavs outside his unsung hero award to Josh Green. Shouts out to him. Hopefully he can get some more minutes after this week. We'll find out in the Utah Jazz game. Now I'm going to kick the weatherman bibs. For the highly anticipated weekly forecast, what's the weather looking like, sir? Hi, Reese. Uh, love that. Love that unsung hero. You know, we're we're Sugar Glider fans over here. Uh, the weekly forecast, you know, we're coming out of a dreary week. We went two and two. Feels like we went 0 and 4 in my mind, but we're going to put the past behind us and move forward. On Wednesday, after a loaded week, we got a slow week this week, folks, just two games on Wednesday. We're going to be facing the Utah Jazz. They're playing a new tune <laughs> with this new platoon roster that they have. Laurie Markin in the King of the North has been balling, shot calling 20-inch blades. We're going to not do that again. Laurie Markin has been swinging on rims. He's hollering at people. He's flexing. He's hitting game or Olenek's hitting game winning layups. You know, this this team is is not to be trifled with. They have a lot of talent. Jordan Clarkson can get hot at a drop of a dime. Malik Beasley's been pretty quiet. We don't expect that to continue when they come into our venue. That's what's up next on the menu. The menu coming to theater soon. 
Then on Friday, we're going to be facing, I forgot who the fuck we're facing. But give, me, give me one moment. Oh, we're the Toronto Raptors. A weird foe. We're going to go toe-to-toe. Hopefully not a Raptor toe. They got sharp claws on those. But we're going to be playing the Raptors. That's a team with a lot of length, a lot of youth. Pascal Siakam has been balling lately. Scotty Barnes, don't do him any harm. We know the Toronto Raptors faithful go crazy for Scotty. Scott, but uh, I don't know. I haven't watched any of the Raptors this year. Have you? Um, one game. Um, I believe they beat the Miami Heat. And the Miami Heat have been pretty cold to start the season. So the Toronto Raptors, the Utah Jazz, you know, it feels like we should split at worst. But how are you feeling this week, Reese? I'm feeling an 0-2 week, man. Gotta be honest. <laughs> I'm feeling an 0-2 week, man. I, I got I gotta keep it a hundred. Um the Utah Jazz look better than us right now. That's just that, that's that's just facts. I don't know how anybody can argue with that. Uh they look like a better gel team and the fact that they're a young team and they look like they're able to close games out better than we are. I, I don't want to get into a close contest with these guys. And the Toronto Raptors, uh, I think the Toronto Raptors are going to beat us as well uh, with their not necessarily – I think their lack of size may be an issue. In the middle? Versatility, yes. <clears throat> like Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, OG Ananobi, Gary Trent. When I say lack of size, I mean like bigs. Because if I'm not mistaken, is, set, is Siakam still starting at center? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to start JaVale McGee against Pascal Siakam. How about are you saying it's going to hurt us or hurt them? Hurt us. Okay. Okay. Why the fuck would it hurt them? That's why I was confused. About <laughs> I was like, what? I was like yeah, they're going to beat us, but their lack of size is going to hurt them? I was like, who? I do think Utah is going to beat us. The, the Raptors game can go either way, but I think we lose to Toronto. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't want to say 0-2. I want to hope that we can at least split this week. If we went 0-2, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I hate that it feels like Luka has to score 40 a night for us to win. I don't see any other paths to victory. Uh, get Christian Wood the ball, but, you know. Christian Wood could be an X factor in that Jazz game for sure. Uh, Raptors game, I feel like they have the exact type of guys that seem to give him problems. So it's going to be an interesting one. Josh Green, another guy I'm going to put out there as an X factor. I would love to see him play some defense on some of these scores that these teams have. Uh, Just to see what happens. He's been effective in every game against anybody that they put him up against. They're not calling as, as many weak fouls on them as they have in the past, it seems. Um, I would love to see some extended Josh Green on Lori marketing type minutes. That's all I'm saying. Mm, that's interesting. I like him guarding up. 0-2 would be crazy. I have to go back to your, your uh, unsung hero. I knew exactly who your two were when you said heart and mind. But I thought you were going to go with THJ because of today's game. I almost did. 
So when you said heart, I was like, okay, it's probably gonna be Josh Taylor. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, in each of the games we won, Josh Green was effective. Yeah. So, um, even the game we lost yesterday <clears throat> against OKC, right? It wasn't because of him. Uh, he was probably the most effective player. Hey, twenty-four plus minus. Absurd. Like a couple points here and there is one thing, but when you got him at plus twenty-four and what was it, Spencer was at minus twenty. Yeah. That's that's a hell of a swing. Uh, <clears throat> what else we got on the docket before we close this out? Let's see. I'm song. Uh, Did you ever release that uh that She Hulk? Yeah, She Hulk, okay. the She Hulk unspoiled or spoiler free, and the She Hulk spoiler reviews are both out. Um, the Black Adam review is out. Uh, tonight I'll be releasing the Ray Lewis, Raymond Lewis. Let me make. I say Ray Lewis, the Raymond another Lewis murderer documentary. documentary. You know what? We're not going to even address that one. <laughs> Factual shout out to my man's in the background who committed absolutely no crimes except leaving the scene where a crime was committed. Um, What I will say before we close out is thank you to everyone who has left a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Those numbers are going up slowly, but they're going up. That's what I like to see. I like that. So if you haven't, we still encourage you to head out to Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Take that time right now. Pull up the app. Hit the write a review button if you're on Apple. Hit the five-star button. Type in or put a goat emoji put a smiley face and, and hit submit. That's, that's all I'm asking of you. We, we, we like those five-star reviews. They help us out with, with getting, getting up higher in the algorithm, if you will. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Mavs Outsiders Pod. Follow us on YouTube, Mavs Outsiders. Two videos posted this week. Make sure when y'all subscribe, y'all ding that notification bell so you get alerted when we post videos. Thank you, Reese. Reese's uh, Philadelphia escapades were released in full. So if you need to relive that, if you need the video from, from that conversation. Speaking of the Philadelphia escapades, if you would like a more in-depth, explicit version of the story check out the latest episode of the mind of reese podcast we've actually like found a schedule where we've been able to release the podcast every week so they they release every week around thursday now so definitely look into that check those out leave us a a star rating and review on those as well nice beautiful love it uh anything else before we, we close this whole out um don't stress yourselves about this team too much, man. It's still the beginning of the season. Take a lot of this stuff with a grain of, with a grain of salt, assault, you know, uh, at least wait until December to where we get a, a true a look at what this team is going to be and what this team is. Uh, just take the wins with the wins and the losses. Take them as they are. Optimus Reese. Um, hey, come on, man. Don't do that shit. <laughs> My bad, my bad. Um, yeah, it's it. I'm glad this week is over. 
Um, this four podcasts, no, five podcasts. No, it's four. Four podcasts in a week is a lot. I like sleep, but I do like. I'm not even gonna say. <laughs> I doubt this clip is coming out, but 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 Reese gets the point. Yeah. Uh, shout out to y'all for for listening. I appreciate y'all listening. We got the retweet from uh, Bob Strom, which is a big deal. Uh, the other day. The what? Uh, at Sports Strom, I think it is. You can see the. Do you get the notifications for the Mavs Outsiders? Um, only when I log into the um the account. Let me find you make me pull it up now. I gotta find it. Bob <laughs> Strom is uh he's DFW the ticket, the hard line three to seven, the athletic. What did he retweet? He posted our show and said shout out to the Mavs outsiders for the post. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. That's dope. But uh he's a big deal in in the local, so I, I appreciate any support that we can get from from the big dogs out there. Um <clears throat> Speaking of the big dogs, I did mean to say this when we were talking about Josh Green and the fact that it's not just us pushing an agenda to get him starting. You know that Josh Green needs more minutes when Kirk Henderson is asking for Josh Green minutes. That's what. That's when you know it's real. That's all I'm saying. Again, not asking for nothing crazy. I'm not asking to play on 35 minutes. I'm just asking for him to cut into Bullock's minutes a little bit. Bullock is not doing enough to justify getting 35 minutes a night. That's ridiculous. He shouldn't have to. It, you can look at it one or two ways. One, he shouldn't have to play 35 minutes a night. No. He, he rest his weary leg. <laughs> we need him later in the season. Fresh. Play the young guy. Let the young guy kill some of that time right now. He's been just as effective defensively. Bullock is not hitting shots. Josh Green is averaging about what he's averaging at this point in the season in half the minutes. Let's let's just see what happens. That young ball cook. We need the energy. We need what he brings to the table. The tweets is talking. The tweets want Josh Green minutes. Quit playing with us, Jason Kidd. See, I said it more calmer this time. So if you listen to that last one and it hurt your feelings, I said it much more calm. Lee, I mean, y'all want me to speak proper English? I do that for a living. I ain't got to do that on this podcast. Kiss my ass. (laughs) (laughs) I I had to mention it because my mom, what did I say? I was telling a story earlier and um, my mom tried to correct something. Uh, The way I said something, I was like, I have a master's in communications. I'm giving a story right now let me, let me talk <laughs> uh, and I did that so I wouldn't have to edit this podcast later but anyway uh, we just rambling now it's after midnight I'm basically I'm... high <laughs> oh god it's past that time for bibs close it out so uh, what the fuck going on anyway it's fun man I enjoy doing this fucking podcast so I'm just keep it 100 yeah win or lose at the end of the day, it's fun to come on here and talk shit. Yeah. Uh, Reese. Even if we're just uh, was, um, pontificating. Yeah. yeah. Got no credentials in them. Yeah, probably could get it if we wanted it, but... Probably could. Fuck you. 
waxing fuck me. Oh, <laughs> not you, motherfucker. No, I'm just <laughs> oh man, we we all right. Let's close this shit out. Catch y'all what Wednesday? Oh my yes. god, three days off. Two days off. Gloria, hallelujah. Two days off. Two. Monday and Tuesday off. Then we back Wednesday. Oh yeah, true, true. Two days off. You missed that. I just shouted out Glorilla for no reason. Um, what? I did. You say you love tomorrows or something? Say what? Did you say you love tomorrows? What? I said Gloria, Hallelujah. Gloria. <laughs> All right, bro. Catch y'all. Catch y'all Wednesday night, Thursday morning, whatever y'all listen to the next podcast. Peace. Peace.